Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The following episode of Wheel Woman, Confessions of a Getaway Driver, contains depictions of sexual violence. Listener discretion is advised. Teleforce Productions and iHeartRadio presents Wheel Woman, Confessions of a Getaway Driver. You mentioned after Joe got beat up, he treated you better for a while. Yes, for a little bit. But soon things were even worse than before. He was more controlling and jealous than ever. I couldn't go anywhere without him, and it wasn't worth going anywhere with him. His presence made everyone extremely uncomfortable, including me. How so? Well, for example, I used to have to go to all these industry parties, but if Joe didn't accompany me, I'd have to stay home. I quickly realized that was the better option.
As Joe and I walked into the party, a model friend of mine, Jim, came over to greet us. As he said hello, he dared to innocently rest his hand on my shoulder. Hey, Georgia! Great party, huh? Yes! The studio doesn't look quite the same with all these people in it. Jim, this is Joe. <laughs> Good to meet you, Joe. <laughs> you touch my wife like that again, you'll be missing a hand. I was mortified. Joe grabbed my arm and abruptly led me through the crowd back towards the exit. Joe, please don't embarrass me. Embarrass you? Quite the opposite, my dear. How can you allow yourself to be touched like that and expect me to stand there like a fucking idiot? Jim was just being friendly. He didn't mean anything by it. Yeah, I know how friendly he'd like to be. Get your coat, we're leaving. Ugh. And whenever anything happened like that, he continued to make me pay for it once we got back home. After that party, I had to stay in for two days before I could cover up the bruises properly with makeup. But it wasn't until a little later that I finally got a glimpse of what Joe was truly capable of. Sammy aware of how bad things got? Did you consider asking him for help to leave? Sammy was locked up for a little bit at the time, so I didn't have him to rely on. It's probably part of the reason things got so bad again. But I also knew I needed to find a way out myself. When I realized Joe was seeing someone else, I was relieved. I hope he'd fall in love with her and make the choice to leave me. I was naive. Did you know who he was with? Oh, yeah. Roxanne. The beautiful red-haired sex kitten I'd seen making eyes at him at the club. He even bought her a house and practically moved in. At first, it hurt. But the pain was from the memories of old Joe. In reality, I was happy. I finally had some space. He wasn't around enough to be violent with me, either. And quite by accident, I met someone, too. Gino Provenzano. Were you worried about Joe finding out? I suppose, but I hoped since he was enjoying his freedom, so could I. Like I said, naive. Anyway, I still knew I couldn't date Gino publicly and that I was taking a big risk, but I couldn't help it. I'd been suffocated for so long and Gino and I were instantly attracted to each other. It was like we were hit by lightning. Gino was tall with a mass of curly hair atop his head that he wore in an afro. He dressed stylishly and had inviting eyes that were soft and genuine. He was gentle yet rugged, and he made me feel alive. The way I used to feel with Frankie. The way I wasn't feeling with Joe. I found myself falling in love with Gino. But Gino was nervous about Joe. I couldn't blame him. So was I. Did Joe find out? Of course. And as soon as he did, he called me on the phone, summoning me. 
Hello? I want to talk to you. Okay, Joe. What's up? Come to the club at closing time. There's something I want to say to you. I showed up at 2 o'clock in the morning and sat at the bar until he finished closing out the register. And then he told me we were going to get breakfast. We drove in silence to a 24-hour diner nearby. My heart stopped as we approached and I saw Gino sitting inside with a few of his friends. We looked at each other in quiet shock. I knew he was wondering why I was there with Joe, but wasn't about to ask. So I understand you seeing someone. Is that true? Who told you that? Never mind who told me. Is it true? No, it's not true. Why are you lying, Georgia? You know it'll be much worse for you if you lie. What about Roxanne? Roxanne's just a piece of ass. <laughs> I'm amazed you're not broke by now if you make it a practice to buy a house for everyone who's just a piece of ass. We're not talking about Roxanne now. We're talking about Gino Provenzano. Mm-hmm. I don't... So it is true, isn't it? I have to go to the ladies. Sit down! You haven't answered me yet. My heart stopped as I saw Gino start to rise. I looked at him and tried to convey to him it was okay without betraying anything to Joe. I don't think this is the place to have this discussion, Joe. Let's go home. Hey, Provenzano! What, you don't return your phone calls anymore, or what? Joe froze. He pivoted around to see Gino, who returned his icy stare. The air was thick with tension. Let's go, Joe. They continued to face each other. I panicked as Joe slowly raised his arm toward his jacket. Joe! Please, let's go. Just come on. Let's get in the car. If you don't get in the car right now, I'm gonna call a cab. Finally, Joe lowered his arm, but he never broke eye contact. Eventually, Gino looked away. Then, Joe turned to me with a twisted smile, before he silently walked toward the car. We rode in silence back to the apartment. It was a short drive, but it felt like an eternity. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. 
Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
you sleep with him? No. Liar. I didn't. Fucking liar. He dragged me to the window and opened it while he kept one hand on me, gripping tight. I'll teach you to embarrass me, you no good whore! He shoved me all the way out the window, holding me by my ankles. The blood rushed to my head. I'll never see Gino again! Damn right you won't! I promise! I'm sorry, Joe! You will never leave me. Of you course, got that? Of course I won't! You got I, that? I didn't do anything! Please pull me inside, please! You better be fucking sorry! I am! I am! It was a mistake! Finally, he pulled me back inside. I was lightheaded. Okay, baby. I believe you. I'm sorry. You know, I just, I, I love you so much. The thought of you with someone else makes me sick. I love you so much, baby. Don't you ever leave me, okay? Okay? Okay. His personality totally switched. Suddenly, he was loving and apologetic. I was so grateful to be alive that somehow I managed to forgive him. What happened with Gino? He learned more about Joe's reputation and decided it wasn't in his best interest to see me anymore. And that was that. Was Joe's reputation getting worse? As you can imagine, it was never great to begin with. But lately, everyone was on edge. There was a war percolating. And when Joe felt threatened, he became a wild animal. When did you know there was a war coming? When we had an unexpected visitor. Hello, Georgia. Is Joe around? Yeah, come on in, Frank. He's in the office. I'll go get him. What is it? Frank Valenti and Jean DeFrancesco just dropped by. They're in the living room. Joe looked concerned. Frank rarely made personal visits. Here, why don't you and Tony go out and have a nice lunch? Joe handed me a hundred dollar bill and I made myself scarce. I took Tony to McDonald's and then headed for the mall. When I returned, Joe was in the office sitting alone at his desk. A bottle of scotch was open in front of him. He wasn't in a good mood. What was that all about? Who the fuck does he think he is? He is who he is, Joe. I don't know what the problem is, but I think you'd better keep that in mind. Jesus! What the hell did I say that was so bad? Whose side are you on, anyway? Joe, I don't even know what the hell's going on. All I'm saying is, don't act before you think. You're playing with fire with that guy. In the end, he'll have it his way anyway. They already have a piece of my action. That's all they're getting. I'm not giving them any more. Okay, okay. I never learned the details of that drop-by, but I could tell something had shifted. As I'm sure you know, 
Any look at the Rochester rackets will lead you back to Frank Valenti. He was a delegate to the Appalachian Crime Convention in 1957, where he was arrested with 57 of his cohorts after the police pulled a surprise raid. Frank served jail time when he refused to talk about the Appalachian agenda. His silence earned him the respect of upstate crime czar Stefano Magadino of Niagara Falls. Magadino decided it was time for a change in his region, and so, when Frank was released, he settled into the Rochester Rackets as Magadino's hand-picked capo. Frank Valenti began playing Godfather with a classic flair. It was well known that death awaited anyone who refused to play the game his way. By the turn of the decade, and into the 1970s, Frank Valenti had soared to his peak. But around this time, his mounting legal problems started to become apparent, and his underlings were not anxious to tolerate his continued rule from behind bars. The time had come for someone to take his place. But Frank was lashing out, trying to assert what dominance he had left while he could. Did Joe want to take his place? I don't know. If he did, he didn't act on it quick enough. But Sammy did. He had one of Frank's bodyguards strategically killed, allowing Sammy to move into the long-awaited position. They found Jimmy the Hammer Massaro in his trunk with six bullets in his head five days after he disappeared. I didn't want to go to the funeral, but Joe made me. I remember the room had a chokingly sweet smell of roses. Old ladies twisted rosary beads in their wrinkled hands and took turns wailing. We sat in the front row next to Jimmy's wife, B. She was torn up. She couldn't help it if she loved him. The same way I still love Joe. But I knew soon she would finally find peace and be better for it. I held her hand and stared at the picture on the top of the casket. There were no tears in my eyes. The entire Rochester mob filed in, all dressed in black. The absence of color was traditional for an Italian funeral. But then Sammy showed up wearing a cream-colored raincoat. He was making a point. Everyone watched as he arrogantly strutted to the widow's side. I'm sorry, Dee. She pierced him with a freezing glare, but Sammy looked unfazed. He nodded in my direction, ignored Joe, then turned and walked to the casket. I thought I caught a hint of a smirk on his lips. Then Gene DeFrancesco made his entrance. As he walked towards us, I couldn't shake the feeling that he did it. He and Jimmy were close, but Gene was a killer and an opportunist who would have followed Sammy's command. My condolences, B. Oh, Gene, he's gone. He's gone. I know, honey. I know. Jesus, Joe, can we get out of here now? All right, I gotta take care of something. I'll meet you in the parking lot. Anyway, Valenti understood Sammy's message and went quietly to serve his prison sentence of 20 years to life. Four years passed before the truth was known, and I learned I was right. Gene DeFrancesco was charged with the murder of Jimmy Massaro. And so, life in the underworld went on. But as the new regime took over, the shifting of power produced a wave of murders. How did Joe take Sammy's rise to the top? Not well. After the beating Sammy gave Joe, he felt disrespected. But now Sammy outranked him. I think Joe took some kind of perverse pleasure in taking it out on me. Maybe because he knew it would bother Sammy. 
Sammy didn't retaliate again at the time, but he made his feelings known. So things continued to get worse between you and Joe. Eventually, things got so bad, I told him I was going to stay with my parents for a little while. That I needed space. He told me I had a week. The thing was, there really had been good times in the beginning. We had such an intense love, but somehow, it all changed. And while fear kept me there, it also pushed me away. Finally, after some time with my family, I worked up the courage to call and tell him I wasn't coming back. I knew what would follow. Not a day went by that he didn't call. He cried and begged, but I held firm. And when the pleading didn't work, he resorted to threats. So I moved around, staying with different friends. I hid and hoped time would solve the problem. Eventually, I decided to venture out. I went to Green Streets, which was a competitor of Caesars too. The owner, Tony Sapienza, was a friend of mine, and I felt safe there. I sat at the bar, talking with some modeling friends, and after being imprisoned for quite some time, I was beginning to enjoy myself. That is, until Tony came over. Georgia, Georgia walked in. He's asking people if they've seen you. Oh shit. Tony, I never expected him to leave Caesars on a Friday night. Does he look mad? He doesn't look happy. Here are the keys to my office. You go downstairs and wait there till I come for you. Oh, God, he's probably seen my car, Tony. Just go, now! Okay, thanks. As I was rushing toward the office, I ran into Sammy. Hey, kid. What are you going in such a hurry? Join us for a drink. I can't, Sam. Joe's looking for me. I have to hide. He'll kill me if he finds me here. <laughs> we'll see about that. Sammy calmly took my hand and led me back to his table. Sit down, Georgia. I get it with double scotch and water. You got it. Please, Sammy, I don't want a scene. I guess I didn't have much reason to worry. At Sammy's table sat six of the most notorious gangsters in the Rochester Syndicate. I couldn't have been safer. But I could also tell something sinister was brewing. Judging by their frowns and focused stares, they certainly weren't in the mood for Joe Lamondola using physical or verbal force on a 114-pound woman. How you doing, Georgia? I haven't seen much of you these days. I've been okay. I spoke too soon. Joe spotted me and started over. The table watched in agitated silence as he approached. But Joe was cool. He had to be. He wasn't stupid. He looked directly at me and spoke calmly. <clears throat> Georgia, can I talk to you? Sure, you can talk to her. What would you like to say? I'd like to talk to my wife, Sammy, alone. You got anything you want to talk to him about, Georgia? No. Well, there you have it. I guess she don't want to talk to you, Joe. I'll call you later, Joe. Joe ignored the men and glared at me before hightailing it out of there. I'd won the battle, but the war was far from over. I knew Joe's ego had to be shattered, and I wasn't going to get off easily. The guys seated around me were still on edge. They looked ready to fight. Joe was a renegade. He didn't always follow the rules. These guys didn't need much of an excuse to take him out, but I didn't want to be the reason. 
What a fucking asshole. What do you see in that guy, Georgia? Hey, leave the kid alone, huh? She'll work it out on her own time. I think I better be going. Thanks for the drink. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna call it a night, too. I'll walk you out. As we stepped out of the bar, Sammy inconspicuously scanned the surrounding area as we walked toward the parking lot. He's across the street, parked near the bank. I'll follow you home. Thanks, Sammy. But I wasn't home long before the phone rang. You're pretty brave with your friends around, aren't you? I'm sorry, Joe. I didn't plan for that to happen. Making me look like a jerk, huh? What did I tell you I would do if I found you? Joe, I'm not coming back. You can't dictate my life forever. You're still my fucking wife! You're not gonna make me look like a fool! Joe, I'm not doing anything wrong! I just wanted to get out and see my friends! There's nothing I'm doing that makes you look like a fool! What the fuck do you think you just did? You fucking idiot! You just remember one thing, you no good fucking whore. Your friends can't always be around when you need them. Just keep that thought in mind, little girl. I knew he meant good on his threats, so I went back into hiding. But I needed to get back into the apartment for my portfolio and some clothes so I could try to get back to work and earn some money. When I heard he was planning on taking a date to the racetrack, I saw an opportunity. I was on my way out with an armful of clothes when I heard the front door open. I froze as Joe raced up the stairs, yelling. When are you gonna stop being such a fucking liar? When? <sighs> he clutched my face with both his hands and pushed me to the floor. I lay there, covering my head. I didn't lie! I, I didn't lie! You said you'd be back in a week and I believed you. I let you go because I believed you! You lied to me again, you fucking whore! I never said that! You told me to be back in a week! I never said I would! I didn't lie! I'll show you! <laughs> I lay on the floor as he continued to kick me. And then I watched helplessly as he walked over to the dresser and took out his gun. Where are your friends now, dear? Huh? He knocked my head against the dresser and I blacked out. I don't know for how long. When I awoke, I saw he was taking bullets out of the gun. You didn't answer me! I said, where are your friends now? He placed just one bullet back into the chamber. And then he placed the gun at my temple. What are you doing? I'm gonna find out once and for all how badly you really want to leave. Please, Joe, don't. Are you sure you want to leave? My life passed before my eyes. I saw my daughter, my parents. Do you remember now what I said I'd do if you ever left me? Well, the time has come. Let's try again. No, stop, stop. I won't leave. Please don't kill me. Think about Tony. I'll stay. You're lying again. I don't believe you. He pulled the trigger again. Please, please, Joe. I love you, okay? I was just hurt. I, I had to punish you for hurting me. I was gonna come back after you learned a lesson. I love you too much to stay away from you forever. You, you know that. It worked. Relief surged across his face. It was what he wanted to hear. 
Slowly, he lowered the gun, pulled me to my feet, and gently picked me up and lowered me onto the bed. You do love me, don't you? Of course I do. Of course I do. I can't live without you, Georgia. Come on. <laughs> promise you'll never leave me. Promise. I promise. I promise. He was like another person as he tenderly undressed me and made love to me. Grateful for my life, I cried silent tears. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, 
features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Just like after the beating with Sammy, for a while Joe was nice again. An abusive act in and of itself. He went out of his way to be kind to me in an attempt to restore my positive feelings towards him. I hate to say it worked. But only for a little while he couldn't keep it up. Do you think Joe was truly capable of killing you? Capable of murder? Was Joe capable of murder? Yeah. I witnessed it. A cry in the night jolted me awake. At first, I thought it was a nightmare. But as I got my bearings, I kept hearing it. I followed the sound and looked out my window, down into the parking lot outside Caesars 2. There Joe was, looking up at me. The lights were out in my room, but I knew he saw the curtains move. He quickly turned away so the guys he was with wouldn't realize they'd been spotted. That's when I saw the source of the noise. A man lay on the asphalt, groaning and begging for his life. Every time he made a move, they'd viciously kick him in the head and body simultaneously. They couldn't seem to get enough. I stood, frozen with fear. After a while, the man stopped moving, and yet they kept kicking him. He was dead. I felt sick. What do you want to do with him, Joe? I don't give a shit. Just get him the hell out of here. I watched in horror as they unceremoniously tossed the man in the trunk and drove away. Joe stood there, rooted to the spot, watching as the car disappeared. Once it was out of sight, he made a point to look back up at our window. And then he walked back into the bar. I ran to the bathroom and hung my head over the toilet bowl, taking deep breaths, trying not to gag. I tried to expel the image of what I saw from my mind, but it was impossible. I lay down, shaking. Eventually, I heard Joe's footsteps on the stairs. I was terrified. I knew he knew I saw, and I could tell from the way he swayed that he'd been drinking heavily. Oh, God. <laughs> Why, Joe? What, what did that poor guy do to deserve that? <laughs> what did you see? Enough. <laughs> I was dazed from the force of his blow. I was scared. I said, what did you see? <laughs> Nothing. 
something. I didn't see anything. That's right, honey. You didn't see anything, and don't you ever forget it. Hmm? Stop that fucking crying before I really give you something to cry about! I lay there in the dark, my mind racing and my head hurting. I fought hard to keep my hysterical gasp from being heard, but it didn't work. He burst back in. Don't you ever... Never fucking question me! He climbed on top of me and wrapped his hands around my neck. He pressed harder and harder. My eyes felt as if they were going to pop out of their sockets. Who the hell are you to question me? He finally released me. I felt myself slipping into unconsciousness. I barely registered it as I felt him enter me. He was like a crazed animal, and I was a limp ragdoll. Eventually he passed out, and then so did I. When I first awoke the next day, I didn't even remember what had happened. And then I tripped over Joe's shoes, crusty with dried blood, and it all came rushing back to me. I sat in the kitchen, still not fully awake, trying to drive out the memory of the previous night. My mind drifted to thoughts of escape. I knew I needed to get out. I just didn't know how. And then Joe entered, acting like nothing had happened. Ah, oh, honey, did I do that to you? Do what? Your face. I ran to the mirror. The right side of my face was swollen and bruised. I grew even more upset. This is the third time in the last two months I'll have to cancel a shoot. I hate you, Joe! I hate you! I'm sorry, honey. I'm really sorry. You know I love you. I don't mean to hurt you. I don't know what happens to me when I drink. Then please, Joe, stop drinking! How can I stop drinking, Georgia? Don't be ridiculous. You know how they line up shots downstairs? If I don't drink, the guys get insulted. It's not good for business. Well, then have the bartender pour yours from a watered-down bottle. I don't know. But you can't keep doing this to me, Joe. I can't take it anymore. I love you, Georgia. You're the only one who understands me. You're the only one who cares. Oh, God, please don't ever leave me, Georgia. I'd be a dead man without you. Oh, I'll be a dead woman if I stay. Let's not start that again. You're not going anywhere. Did you ever tell anyone what you witnessed or what happened to you? Like who, the cops? Don't make me laugh. I told you how that went before. Everyone was in someone's pocket. Not to mention that not one of them would believe me. I learned the hard way early on what happens to women who look for help within the system. But after that night, I started plotting my escape in earnest. Any love I had for that man had left me. His lack of compassion repulsed and terrified me. He had become a stranger. I knew if I tried to leave, he'd kill me. But I knew if I didn't go, I was as good as dead. 
It was a risk I was suddenly willing to take. Wheel Woman is written by Lars Jacobson and Sabrina Jaglum and directed by Sabrina Jaglum. Produced by Lars Jacobson and Sabrina Jaglum. Executive produced by Georgia Durante and Noel Brown for iHeartRadio. Wheel Woman stars Lelia Symington as Georgia. With additional performances by Tanner Beard, Zachary Weber, Simon Jaglum, Chase Mullins, Nick Williams, Gabe Greenspan, Dylan McCollum, Garrett Bear, Nora Garrett, Duncan Caladine, Victoria Foyt, Max Georgie, Mariah Bess, and Max Jacoby. Edited by Chris Childs with sound design and theme music by Chris Childs. Adapted from the book The Company She Keeps by Georgia Durante. Wheel Woman Confessions of a Getaway Driver is an iHeartRadio production. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.